Uh, Brent, say something to the microphone. <laughs> I need you to say something so I can say something. Say something. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I'm your host for this episode, Matt McNeil. Mike Lucas is here, but he didn't watch the movie, so he's not hosting it this week. Uh, joining me is a very wonderful group of people. Brent Fruget, say hi. Hi. Shalee McNeil, say hi. Hi. Johnny Lucas, say hi. Hello. Aaron Kronikin, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we got a bunch of cool stuff coming this episode, uh, including the review of Mad Max Furry Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything uh, noteworthy in like movie news or anything, so I guess let's just go ahead and jump into <laughs> our DVDs and movies coming to theaters this week. Um, so, Aaron, you've got the list of DVDs? Yes, I do. Uh, nothing good. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. Including <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens. All right. Rude. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> well, I stand by it. It was awful. Uh, so, anyways, the, uh, for DVD this week, there's Star Wars Episode Four: The Redo. Um, <laughs> Anguish. Nobody I know is in that. Mojave, starring Mark Wahlberg and Garrett Hedlund. Uh-oh. Um, Stealing Cars with John Leguizamo and William H. Macy. Based on the names in that movie alone, yeah. that might be worth seeing. I like Leguizamo. <laughs> I said his name bad. <laughs> uh, and then Tumble Down, starring Rebecca Hall. I only know her from the newest Mission Impossible movie. And then Jason Sudeikis. So that's it for DVDs. Not Nobody wanted to release the same week as Star Wars, so it's just Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, following the trend of when it hit theaters, nobody wanted to... Uh, Go see it? Well, no, nobody wanted to release their movie the same week Star Wars was coming to theaters. Oh. Fun fact, it's still in theaters. I went, uh, I drove by a theater a couple weeks ago, and yeah, Star Wars was still playing. The Dollar Theater? No. Like uh, a real theater? At, yeah, AMC. Mm. <laughs> the the one that's built into the I guess it uh, makes money still. They oh, put Star Wars on like oranges oh. and mascara. I'm sure they really just want more money. I mean, I just think it's funny that it's coming to DVD and Blu-ray and it's still in theaters. Um speaking of theaters, uh Johnny, you've got the list of movies coming to theaters this week. Coming soon to theaters. I guess I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it was in front of you, so I assumed you had it. Oh, yeah. Well, I I Sure. <laughs> <laughs> coming, to, coming to theaters this week uh, is Before I Wake, movie I've never heard of. The Boss, a movie I've never heard oh, of. <laughs> Mr. Wright, a movie I've never heard of. And A War, a movie I've never heard of. Well, that's not all that's coming. Uh, Demolition. Hindi? First of all, Demolition is... A movie I've never heard of. It's the new Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> movie. They're talking about possible Oscars. Uh, and it's the director that did... What was the movie... Uh, Dallas Buyers Club he did that one so this is his follow up to Dallas Buyers Club the Oscar winning movie so that's mm. I mean people that 
No movies are looking forward to that. that like the <laughs> all right, all right. Oscar winning. Put stuff. put your movie movie snob hat away, Aaron. <laughs> Just saying, like it's big deal, big names. <laughs> and then Hardcore Henry, Ugh. which I <laughs> actually missed the movie. Kind of. I was kind of looking forward to seeing it. I mean, I I don't have high expectations, but it looks cool. It looks like like she said. It looks like just motion like for two hours the same type of thing maybe the clips are cool because it looks like it's done well but to have that first person view for two hours would be kind of nauseating i mean do you play video games not like that not on a movie (laughs) screen they usually involve rockets cars and soccer oh well (laughs) fair enough um i was looking forward to it i'll maybe i'll see it and i'll let you guys know how it is who knows maybe you'll get requested by our viewers I just, I think they're Segway. Pan- oh. <laughs> um, sorry, Johnny, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. It was completely unrelated. Uh, ruined by the awful segue. <laughs> well, Speaking of requests, uh, we do have quite a list uh, that uh, Schlee is going to talk about. Okay, we've been getting requests since we started this, and I've decided to finally just put it all in a randomizer so we can stop putting movies at the bottom because we don't want to watch them. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we've got Sharknado on here, and it's been on since, I think, day one, and we just haven't. Yes. And so I, I'm convinced that the uh, horrible internet culture just finds their opening and like, oh, they want requests. Let's torture them. So we can, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did say we'd watch any movie. Which opened the door, and now we just get floodgates <laughs> opened of just crap. It's our own fault, but that really okay. is. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, so far, we have The Witch, which I do want to do, though. Yeah. Same with Krampus, the first two I really like. Um, Fast and Furious, all seven. We'll get to that one day. <laughs> According to Mike, it's in progress. Oh, Cool. Uh, the Twilight series. I don't know if they mean all of them. I hope I'm going to need a lot of wine to get through it regardless. <laughs> uh, the movie's already full of so much wine. <laughs> yeah. All you would need is some cheese. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yuck. Okay. I thought Mike wasn't hosting. Yeah, did, did Mike write you a script? <laughs> he did, What's actually. These jokes? I have a list. <laughs> anyway, Sharknado, um, some romantic comedy, The Notebook slash P.S. I Love You slash Dear John. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, Magic Mike, Interstellar, Space Mutiny, Rear Window, Dope, Terminator 2 only, well, and Joe Dirt. Terminator 2 is yeah, really Thank good. you. I didn't realize that was a request. Yeah. Thanks for whoever requested that. That is by far the best movie but on who re- who, who yeah, Googled best, worst romantic comedies ever and then sent three of them? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? It was like, who makes romantic comedies? Nicholas Sparks. Do one of those. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah, well, um, if you feel like you would want to add to that list, send us your requests. Good um, requests. Any requests. They don't have to be good, <laughs> unfortunately, because we said that a million episodes ago, and we're standing by it, darn it. Wow, we've uh, done a million episodes already? Yeah. Haven't you been paying attention, Brent? You yeah. haven't been here, Brent. Yeah, I have been gone for a few weeks. We've Welcome back, by the way. They're, they're backlogged. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if, if you have a request that you'd like to send us, um, tweet it to us at Nothing Real, R-E-E-L. Uh, hit us up on Facebook at Nothing But Real Reviews and More, or send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Mike would say that lethargic is spelled like the word lethargic. It's important to note. It's it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not untrue. <laughs> lethargic is actually spelled like the word movie. Oh, my goodness. Get out. Okay. All right, bye.
Um, so I guess without further ado, let's get into our review of the Academy Award winning Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, came out in 2015, if you didn't know that. Directed by George Miller. Cinematography by John Seal. Right? Seal? I think Seal? so. Yep. Looks like it. Uh, he like, did Cold Mountain. Oh. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't show. Oh, be um, nice. Um, uh, music by <laughs> Junkie XL. What? A.K.A. Tom Holkenborg. Junkie XL. What? I like that better. Don't worry about it. Uh, so it stars... S is a long list. Basically, right, and make sure you read all their character names because that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just realized I put that on the wrong line. So Charlize Theron is Imperator Furiosa, or whatever. Right. So it stars, <laughs> how, how do you say it, that again? It, it basically sta- uh, stars <laughs> Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron, and then everybody else are just extras, basically. Well, Hugh Keys Burn is Joe. Yeah, but I mean. Who else is? How, how much has name? he been in? I don't know. Probably some other things. I'm DB it. What well, the the dude that played the main villain Imperator Joe was from the original Mad Maxes. Oh, was he? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. that's why it's cool to know. Immortal oh. Joe. Immortal Joe. Yeah. yeah, my bad. There you go. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, go back in your hole. <laughs> right. So uh, it this movie has an 8.1 on IMDb. Uh, it's got a Certified fresh, ninety-seven percent rating on the Tomato Meter. Uh, critics gave it a six point or an eight point six out of ten, and audiences gave it a four point two out of five, so an eight point four out of ten. Um, what were everybody's initial thoughts on the movie? Uh, for me, it was an enjoyable movie. I mean, we'll get more into what I liked and disliked about it, but overall, for me, it was an enjoyable movie. So much testosterone, but not altogether <laughs> unenjoyable. I've got to admit, I tried to watch this movie and do something else at the same time. That other thing didn't get done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got that bleep button ready? This movie, this movie is nuts. There's no other way to describe it. <laughs> it's audience it's is like gonna Mike miss out. Said, you sit down, and you or, or like Johnny said, you sit down and try to watch this. There's no multitasking. It sucks you in right from the start, and you you got two hours gone. It's so true, though. Uh, I don't know. I paused it and I checked Twitter. Oh, I. But you had to pause it to do it. <laughs> well, that's because Matt ran away when we were watching it. Be <laughs> too scary for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I might be the odd man out here. Um, I did like it, but I do not think that this movie deserves all the hype that it got. And we'll we'll get into that. And you think Star Wars did? Fanboy. Fanboy. Plus, let me ask you this: How does I mean, I know you, so I, this is probably your favorite part. There was a man with gigantic legs, clad in leather, with nipple rings rubbing his nipples. How, <laughs> how is this not your movie? Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I'm messing around. But seriously, this movie is the most insane movie. Speaking speaking of that guy, there's one part of the movie when like he's talking to a Morton Joe, and he's just rubbing his nipple <laughs> the entire scene. That is that is true. That is the thing that happens in the movie. Um, I actually forgot to read the plot, so let me do that really quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there was a plot? What, what little plot there is. Yeah. Uh, so a bunch of people drive through the desert. Plot. There you go. No, um, a woman rebels against a tyrannical ruler in post-apocalyptic Australia, apparently, in search for her homeland with the help of a group of female prisoners, a psychotic worshiper, and a drifter named Max. You guys. 
Can I just say that the guitar fire was not CGI? That was and real fire. Why does everybody not have a guy like that following them? <laughs> he was I actually have one on my car. I don't know about you guys. He was actually my favorite part about the movie. It was a 132-pound guitar. Yeah. That's a big guitar. So oddly enough, the uh, majority of the stunts in there were actually done practically. Very yes, CGI. 80%. 80, yes, but the 20% that was CGI, it looked really bad. They basically just uh, did I'll the landscape. I agree with you on that one. It was pretty bad looking. The, I get, Yeah, there was one part in particular that got a groan out of me when they tried to do the weird specifically for 3D shot. I heard oh, oh. Yeah, oh. I know exactly like the what steering you wheel. Yep, the steering wheel comes flying at you and there, the guitar oh. comes at you and that was just awful. There awful were a bunch scenes. of those. I hate it when movies There do were that. a bunch of those. There was a bunch? Is... I only noticed the one. Oh, there, there That were... was the most pr- uh, pronounced. The yeah. others weren't obvious. That one was like, okay, this, this scene was thrown in there so that on the 3D release it looks cool. I would actually, and I'm going to catch a lot of hate for this, I already know, because I also hate the movie that I'm about to compare this to, but I would throw this movie in the same bin with James Cameron's Avatar, because it's it's a very pretty movie, and that's it. It's not there necessarily was some a good movie. I disagree with you on that one. This, this movie, like I said, this goes back to me and my fifth element here. It knew what it was doing, it knew what it wanted to be, and it did it perfectly. Yeah, I agree with Johnny. We talked about uh, directors that do style over substance with Batman v Superman. And we mentioned that if you're going to do it, do it right. And this movie knows what it is. It's a, it's a two-hour long car chase. But it does it so well. It does it right. I don't know. Like it, this, You're absolutely right. This movie is 100% style over substance because there is... No substance to this movie. There's no story. Yeah, huh? They're trying the... to find the green place. But duh. it's well, and they. But when they do throw in that little, the little bits of attempted story or characterization, they don't just like you don't have it dragged down by a 20 minute romance scene, or you don't have it dragged down by some. You get a little scene of of Max showing a bit of vulnerability, so that you kind of get that human element of this guy that's reduced to surviving. I didn't get that at all. I honestly did not care about any of the characters. Maybe you're just a sociopath. <laughs> no, it's they, none of them were developed. They weren't developed characters. It's it's Max, who barely does anything, Furiosa, who's kind of cool, and then, like, five damsels in distress. I don't care about them. <laughs> if my may interject for just... This but no, I'm just, I just want to say, it's the, like, literally, it's the fourth movie in a series. Yeah. So Max has been fleshed out in the previous three movies, and it's directed by the same dude that did the originals. Yeah, but this is this is a soft reboot. No, no. It's a direct sequel to the others. It's a follow-up. I did read that the director doing this... They did call it a reboot. He said he didn't want to include backstory. He wanted to get straight to the action, figuring anyone who saw it would already know and care enough. But when when did Road Warrior come out? Like the 80s? Late 80s, I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have a, you have an internet machine. I do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I'm, matter what. What I mean is, this is a fourth movie in an installment. I mean, I bash like the Batman movie. Why do we have to see the same backstory five hundred times? We know the character. We know his story. Just show us this. Yeah, and if you are interested in knowing more about him, go watch the other movies. Even the terrible Thunderdome one. <laughs> I felt empathetic for them wanting to find a green place. I don't know. 
I didn't feel totally detached. I, and from like the I said, it's not in your face. It's like when Max, they're they're both him and Furiosa are searching for redemption. They say, and they have that one, maybe twenty second moment at the end. And here's the point where we'll give you our warning. We're going to get into spoilers, so go watch the movie and come back. Or if you don't care, just keep listening. But in the end, when Furiosa is dying, and he's putting the the bloodline the IV basically into her arm and you have that little bit of a vulnerability where he finally gives in after two hours of keeping his guard up toward anybody and gives in and says, my name is Max. And he actually cares about this person. You see that little bit of redemption. He's no longer just reduced to an animal that primal instinct of survival because anybody he has cared about in the past is dead. So now you see that little bit of vulnerability. Plus all like the schizophrenic flashbacks. That were kind of terrifying. Little girl with the skull just showing up places. Ugh. I, I actually think, I mean, it's not like this deep understanding of a character, but they do develop him enough to get an understanding because he tells you at the beginning that he's at the point where he doesn't know who's crazier, him or the people around him. So I think there's enough there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that I didn't understand the characters. I'm just saying that I didn't care. Like, this movie didn't really do a good job of making me care about anybody and the the movie should be self-contained like if I want to care about these characters I shouldn't have to go back and watch three other movies I don't think you have to go back and watch three other movies even going into this movie not knowing anything it, it gives you enough of an understanding oh it's post-apocalyptic something crappy happened they you know went on that for a little bit they mentioned nuclear war that kind of thing they show some flashbacks oh he failed to protect the people he loved yada 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 you understand a little bit of his backstory imperial the god furiosa i forgot i don't know how to say that first word (laughs) (laughs) but furiosa you know you learn towards the end of the movie what her whole backstory is you you learn eventually and you understand that these people are doing something that they care about and that's all you need to understand and I was going to say, I think it means a lot that Aaron likes it, considering his deep affection for character development. So, I mean, I think that speaks for itself. Well, it's cars and explosions. No, no, no. no. But I have seen all of the other ones, and I've seen them recently. So I have that, that understanding going into this one. And the first one is fantastic for characters to, to give you an understanding of who he is and why he is what he is. Brent, you've been sitting there awful quiet. Well, I every time I'm about to say something, somebody else basically makes the same point, so I'm not just not gonna keep nailing the same point in. Like I like character development is more of the original movie, like he said, and pretty much everything Aaron said is something I was gonna say, but somebody else said it first. So I was like, All right, you got it, you got it under control. You don't need my help. Can I also just say I love that the women are called the Volvalini? Volvalini. I actually didn't catch that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I catch think it's that just either. in the credits or oh. online. Because I, yeah, I thought they Matt, just called them the, the wives. Volvolini. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It, yes, anatomy is a marvelous and disgusting thing. You're right. <laughs> they actually consulted a well-known feminist writer for this movie. So your comment about damsels in distress yeah. apparently could have been a lot worse. And it wasn't bad. I, every it passes uh, the Bechdel test. How many strong female characters are in this? Do you have the the wives? The, no, no. You're, that's the dumbest thing. No, I, I take that back. I take that back. There, One and then a group full of crazy old biker ladies I've, killing everybody. I forgot about the crazy old biker ladies, but they're hardly in the movie. And then what do you I want you the wives the to be? They they've been in captivity their entire lives as 
breeders. And I think they get past that really fast. I mean, they start doing things for themselves. Like that one chick volunteers to go up and do the thing. To do the thing? (laughs) You know what I mean. I know what you're saying. But then remember, Shlee, when they've got the little dudes on the metronomes and they snatch that one girl up and she goes, ah! And she's That's kicking right. her legs. Like, I groaned right there. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What else she supposed to do at that point? I mean, there's really nothing else she could have done. Elbow him in the throat. He had and then fall the to her death. Her arms were contained. And you do realize that same exact woman you're talking about then retaliated against a Morton Joe when in the car? Yeah. So, yeah. This is true. I mean, all of the women in here, I, I don't know what you expect from people that have been breeders and been held captive for their entire lives and not only that like they're okay yeah some of the women like the wives at first maybe they weren't as strong but they do get stronger but there's also parts of the movie where max himself needs help so it's not showing just oh women need help with everything they're showing max needs help too like when he's trying to shoot the light out and he keeps missing he has one bullet left and furiosa standing over him he's like just gives her the gun like oh yeah you got it you're better than me I, I think that was a strength of this movie is that it's not like your typical super cop or superhero, the un, unbeatable protagonist. It's just he needs help every step of the way, and it's really these people working together against what they're up against. That's a fair point. Um, I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but it's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's talk. About, I guess we've pretty much talked about characters. Um Let's talk about cinematography. I know Aaron loves the cinematographer for this movie because he's the same guy who did uh, Cold Mountain. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I Well, I don't know. Maybe you can disagree, but it's kind of hard to disagree that this is a good-looking movie. It's a very pretty movie. Yeah, no, I, I was. that's the first thing I said about this movie is that it's really good-looking. That's but that's what, where it stops. Well, and that's what I was just saying to like Aaron before we got here and stuff like that. Visually, this is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen, just visually. I mean, taking everything else out and just looking at it with the, you know, cinematographer and stuff like that. Like, And even Cold Mountain, I think, is the same way. I didn't realize it was the same guy until Aaron told me. But those two movies are two of the most beautiful visual movies that you'll see. Well, and not only the way it looks, but the way the scenes are shot to where you have a two-hour car chase that doesn't get stale. And you've got action scenes that aren't hard to see what's going on because you, you could At screw that end, up very easily i would jumpy. yeah i would disagree i thought this movie did not need to be two hours at all um because it did get old for me and there's like Shlee mentioned um there's a point in the final i call it the final boss fight um <laughs> where, where they're heading back they drove all the way out now they're driving back uh and when Immortan Joe is up there and they're doing all this stuff, there are so many quick cuts. It was very confusing. I asked him what was going on because but that was just one part in, of the movie. In the in the span of like a minute, there are something like forty five cuts, and it's like this is ridiculous. I honestly thought most of the cinematography worked. I. I personally didn't have any trouble following the action. I thought it was entertaining. It guided my eye exactly where it needed to be. Like, there was one scene in particular when they're first going through the canyon. The uh, the bikers are jumping over the vehicles, and your eye naturally follows the movement, right? And so right as the bikers entering left, 
left of the screen, the scene cuts and something's happening left of the screen, making your eye follow it to the right. Scene cuts again, there's something happening on the right of the screen. I thought most of that, I thought most of that was really interesting and really well shot. I I agree. It's it's complete chaos what you're seeing, but how it's shown is a controlled chaos. Yeah, it's chaotic. There's a lot of jump cuts, but look at what we're watching. It's like it's a bunch of crazy people running through a forest trying to kill each other. Or a forest, forest? a desert. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> there were no opposite. trees. Yeah. There was one tree. I think Aaron watched a different movie. Yeah. Yeah, did, I, did I watch the right movie? I don't, is, I don't know uh, if you did. Mad Max did you accidentally Forest watch Road, the, right? <laughs> did you accidentally watch the Blues Brothers? No, but anyway, so it's it's crazy. I mean, it's chaos. So it's natural, I guess, that the cinematography is a little jumpy to show what's going on, but I thought it worked really well. Which and is fine, but you don't need 45 cuts. Sorry, Brent, you no, were saying uh, one of the One of the things you said that you didn't like about it was the length of the movie. And to be honest, I think from start to finish, like it had my attention the whole time. So I don't think that it was too long of a movie. Well, and, and I, it, I mean, it's two hours that definitely, in my opinion, did not feel like sitting through a two-hour movie. It wasn't two hours that felt long. I thought it was a blast the entire way yeah. through. I, I, I didn't even realize it was two hours because I started it, and I had to work in the morning the next day, and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I had to pause it once to go to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. And I come, like started, and by the end of the movie, I'm like, dang, that movie was a lot longer than I thought. And see, I, I don't know. This is a movie where I don't think you have to pause it if you have to go like use the bathroom or something, you can get up, go do something, come back and instantly know what's going on because it's just people driving. Yeah, that might be true, but then you miss something awesome. Well, and that's the <laughs> thing. All of the stunts and all of everything that's going on is awesome. Every bit of it. So just the little details of what's going on. I mean, you there are 50 cars in this one scene and to watch every little detail I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it's actually that that actually reminds me of uh, something that is terrible because when you have that much going on at once, it's it's like it's not as bad, but it's similar to what the Star Wars prequels did because they've just got so much going on in every single frame. It gets so clustered, it detracts from the film, and there were parts in this movie where I felt it was doing that because there was just so much going on like you're trying to focus on like 50 different things happening and I think that that detracted a little bit. You know what the biggest difference between this movie and the prequels were? Nobody talked about how the sand was coarse. <laughs> <laughs> That's true but I bet it was coarse and rough and irritating and it got everywhere. I mean you bring up the point that there's so much going on screen that it just becomes clunky and cumbersome. I, I completely disagree. I like you said earlier, you could walk away from this movie for 10 minutes, come back, and know exactly what's going on. The problem is that you do miss the, the good-looking shots, the awesome action. The story itself is streamlined, it's simple, it's easy to follow, but it's there's never anything that's too cumbersome about it, except for maybe all the little you know Easter eggs they put in the background, or the little interesting things going on in the background, which just gives it, in my opinion, replayability. And I'd like to add that we watched this while playing a board game a few months ago where the sound wasn't on and really all you saw was driving. And I was confused. I was like, okay, this movie is literally just driving. It does pay to actually pay attention because just the looks they give, the little things they do, it does add 
to the movie itself. Well, and I think our our the main characters are in vehicles that are distinct enough that even when they're not the focus of what's going on, you can see what's going on with those characters. I thought every bit of this movie, even though, like I said, it is chaos. It's absolutely chaos, but it it keeps it in control enough that you can see what's going on. All right. Um, let's see. So we've touched on cinematography. We've touched on characters. Um, we, there's no story to talk about. <laughs> uh, does anybody have anything else that they want to add about the movie? Is there a particular scene that you liked? Go ahead. The audio was really good, in my opinion. Like I thought everything that they did audio just it was good for the scene it was in that especially riff, yeah the guitar music <laughs> thank you thank you for bringing that up uh johnny because i wanted to just in case our listeners don't know this movie won six academy awards i don't remember exactly what they all were but they were things on the technical side um, sound mixing and sound editing were on there sound mixing and sound editing so i thought that some of the sound was good uh, some of the sound I thought was just poop. Do you have good surround sound? No, we don't. I do I not have, have surround we sound We actually system. watched this awesome on my cell phone. Sound, and I, I'm sure Brent yeah. can attest that this was on about 80 while I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and the sound deserved every Oscar it could get. Maybe maybe the, that was the problem is that we watched it on a cell phone. I, I don't know if you guys just missed that, but Shlee said that they watched it on their cell phone. I think we found the reason why yeah. they don't like it. It wouldn't go to our TV, so I just used the app on my cell phone mm. to watch this, it. You, it's this, an you don't 6, do it's justice big. on a phone. It's big. <laughs> this this movie warrants the largest screen you can find, the most robust audio system you can find, and the softest, most cushy chair you can find. So we're going to watch the next movie at Aaron's house. I guess what I just heard. <laughs> And I'll just I'll put it on my cell phone. <laughs> oh wait, not on my cell phone, on my wife's cell phone. Yeah, on, on, your, <laughs> on my archaic, archaic yeah. slider phone. Uh, well, they talked about sound and all that, but like some of the individual scenes, like one of my favorite actually is one where they don't show a whole lot of action. It's you have to kind of use your imagination for it. But when their truck gets stuck and they're like pushing it forward, and Max is like, "Oh, I'll go slow him down." And uh, he comes back, or like you hear all the gunshots, and then you see somebody walking in the shadow, and Furiosa doesn't know who it is, so she's pointing her gun, and it's Max, and he's got he's got blood all over him, and the one girl's like, "Oh, you're bleeding," and he just starts grunting. He's like, "Oh, whatever," <laughs> and like it wasn't his blood and all that, but that scene. Like, you don't actually see any action, but it's still one of my favorite scenes in that entire movie. The way they show the explosion through the fog like that. Yeah. That oh, it's cool. so cool. I did really like that fog scene. Also, I read that those weird stilt men were boys abandoned by the Volvolini when the green space died. Green place. Oh. Yeah. Yay I, for the internet. There's there's a lot more story there that they could hit on eventually, and I, I really kind of hope to see more because I'm very curious about the crow people and all that stuff. Tom Hardy signed up to make, I think it was three or four more Mad Max movies. And to Tom Hardy's credit, I could actually understand what he was saying in this movie. <laughs> I, honestly, on the Tom Hardy speaking part, that's one thing I actually didn't like about the uh, audio. Does he always like, talk that low? I, I don't know, but something about it felt unnatural and weird, especially towards the front scenes when he still has the mask on. It just, the way he talked felt like it was 
editing it, edit it in later. Uh, you know what? I, uh, uh, <laughs> you know damn well what he means. Well, and I I like Tom Hardy a lot, but this is I, I maybe it's good that he signed on to keep familiarity, but this is one of those roles that I don't think it. Uh, he didn't lend much to it. I mean, there's not much to portray other than that primal, animalistic, masculine nature. So I don't know, like, as far as acting goes, Tom Hardy did fine, but yeah, you could have probably thrown any tough-looking male to <laughs> grunt through the movie. So. <laughs> the Rock. Yeah. I would have loved The I, Rock. Actually, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have seen that, too. <laughs> no. The Rock should never be in anything. Ever. Oh, you, got you a sir, must DJ? not have seen The Rundown. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I have. <laughs> hated it. I love that movie. You, sir, I must never have seen The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. You're right. Or The Game Plan or The Crappy Fast and Furious. Which one has the turtle dance in it? I like that one. Uh, Isn't that turtle, him? That's turtle Ninja dance. Turtles. The rock's not in there. Oh, maybe it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> never mind. I'll just go. Oh, The wow. Pacifier? Yeah. Yeah, that one. I Let's like not talk wrong about gigantic that movie. bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, the Rock, if you're listening. <laughs> there's one other thing. I mean, going back, steering this back towards something useful. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you're doing that? <laughs> I know. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, but before we do that, before we go there, I want to make one oh, note. No. Talking about Tom Hardy's voice, it's so sad that we can't make a Bane reference there with Mike not no be here. There will be no Bane impressions <laughs> this episode. <laughs> we all know Mike's sitting back there doing it in his head. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I don't even know how that would go, just grunting like Bane? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, John, no. All right, get us back on track. Yeah, so um, I there was one thing that I absolutely just hated, 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 hated about I, this movie. I know what it wasn't. Um, Costume design. <laughs> Actually, yeah. No, it was costume really? design. What? Really? Yeah. The only thing that looked cool was Immortan Joe's mask, and that's it. No. Did you watch no. the movie? Yes. We're gonna watch this on a real TV and see if right. That helps Did you, you see any of the costumes, or was it just little pixels across your well, uh, cell phone like, screen? Like I said, iPhone Nux 6, was just a white guy. <laughs> it was just people. Uh, we are not endorsed by Apple and the iPhone 6. I just want to point that out. Um, <laughs> I have a droid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you not like about the costumes? They were just so boring. They oh, were bland. They like, were they fitting. Were... <laughs> post-apocalyptic outfits. Yeah, How but fancy do you want them to be? Post-apocalyptic outfits means just take some clothes, tear them up a bit, and cover them in dirt. And that's it. These guys were painted completely white. They sprayed chrome on their uh, mouths. They freaking had nice... Nicely done black tops on their head on some people, like and that indicated a rank in my opinion. If you noticed it, and each faction, uh, essentially, what there are three <laughs> factions following in the the uh, Guzzoline Town or whatever <laughs> they call it. The what was it? The ammo, bullet, whatever, bullet farm, bullet farm, yeah. and then the the, the Immortan Joe. So there's three, and each of them had such a distinct look with not only costumes but vehicles. I don't know how you didn't appreciate it. I honestly couldn't tell any of them apart. Oh. The only the only thing that I actually knew what it was was the truck. That's the only thing that I could actually It was like the the uh Joe's people, like most of them were white or had like like painted white, not like white people. They were the like, war boys. Yeah. You could tell who those were and then the other ones had like the more of like a mask almost. I don't know how you couldn't Right, but I couldn't tell what cars they were driving. I had no idea. 
Mm, well, they did have all of them had distinct looks to each fact. Like the one had did just they? spikes all over. Again, the Again, I think yeah. we should just say, rewatch it. On I, I challenge Maybe you. That's my problem. I challenge you to watch this again, and next time you give, uh, you do a review on something, just bring that up. Just a quick little stint on what you thought. A second time. Maybe maybe that was the problem, is that I watched it on a screen that's the size of my hand. I don't know. I also read that that chrome stuff apparently was like a drug that gave him a euphoric feeling through a battle, and that was like the big thing with the chrome on the teeth. Well, if my understanding thing. was right, they sprayed that on when they were pretty much about to die. So it was like oh. their last big hurrah. Witness me. I, <laughs> I just thought it was cake frosting. It actually is. You sh- there are there are 19 pages of reviews of that cake frosting on Amazon oh, from people really? talking like war boys like witness me. <laughs> oh my goodness. So there are actual like weird fanatics that worship V8 <laughs> trying to get through the gates of Valhalla. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Obviously. no, that, that's that's one Oscar that I don't think this movie deserved was costume. And- oh, but I mean. So, sorry, my bad. Aaron and Johnny are fighting because that just makes me so angry. Because I know I freaking said because Star Wars should have won. Go, no, get out of here. Not even that. I would. There were uh, plenty of other movies that could have taken it. Name one of those plenty uh, that should have taken it or that were nominated. Don't say Star Wars. Bridge of Spies. <laughs> there were uh, actually a bunch of movies that didn't get nominated that I thought had better costume design than. Uh, Mad Max did. Uh, for example, Krampus. One monster over an entire More than one population. monster. Population. More than one the monster. The gingerbread man had very oh, nice buttons. Lord. Uh, <laughs> all of the... All, and you haven't even seen Krampus, so you don't even know. But there, there are a bunch of things in that movie, and the costume design was fantastic in that movie. Like normal people dressed in normal clothing? No. Rich like people, monsters though. Oh, rich, rich people, people okay. though. <laughs> if you think about it, costume design in Mad Max is more than just the people. Look at the way they design the vehicles. And everything else. And the little the mountain goat people on their dirt bikes, I thought their costumes were the coolest in the entire movie. Freaking like ghillie suits. Did with you just say pa- mountain goat people? Yeah, those are yeah the, they looked like mountain goats. You didn't those notice are the that? Gasoline Not people, really. weren't they? No, no. no. They, they were the guys that controlled the canyon, that yeah, blew that's everything who up. She was giving the gas to, though. Yeah. They, they weren't the gas wait, town people. She was people. giving the gas to the gas no. town? No. Wait, 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 I think there were two different things. Gas, gas town, Bullet Farm, and Immortan Joe were following them. She got safe passage through, through them, the canyon yeah. by giving gas to the billy goat people, whatever Johnny <laughs> called them. They had <laughs> horns like goats, guys. How do you know? No, I know who <laughs> he was, was talking about. the coolest costume. But, but like, they ended up chasing them, too, so there was actually a lot of people chasing them. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, they chased them because she kind of lied. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think unless anybody else has anything to add, I'm I'm ready to rate this. Uh, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I wanted um, to be sure we were ready. So I, we'll go ahead and start things off on a low note. So I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll start. I did I did like this movie. Are we putting? An, should I put an asterisk by this because it was watched on I, a cell phone? I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I want you to give your rating and then come back next time you do a review and give us a second rating. Give us what you thought after watching it on a real screen. I will do that, Johnny. Um, but for now, I'm going to give this movie a 6.5. I don't think that this movie deserves the 8 that it has on IMDb. And I could be wrong, but uh, I think that Everyone's the, nodding. The, well, <laughs> and I don't care. Everybody said I was wrong about Star Wars, too, but I'm not. Um <laughs> Uh, I think this movie was uh, 
just bare bones plot. It was really pretty to look at, and that's about it. So I can't give it any higher than a 6.5 at this time. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of story, but this is one of those movies that didn't need a whole lot of story. Uh, what I will remember about this movie is just how good it looked. I, I don't think I can give it an 8, so I'll think I'll go with like a 7.75. All right, Ashley. Uh, I will also give it about that. I'm giving it a 7.5. Um, I didn't dislike the movie, but I didn't really like it, so it's kind of hard for me to rate. Um, I probably will just remember it being an action movie. So it was very pretty, so yeah, 7.5 for me. This is actually a movie I've actually dreamed about some of these sequences, so really, really fun movie in my opinion. But... uh. I'd give this movie a nine. It it had really good visual. It didn't need a story. The actors, they did their job perfectly. I think there was a couple audio and a couple visual things that threw me off a little bit. But in my opinion, I thought the movie was damn near, dang near perfect. What do you mean you've had dreams? Like you dreamed that you were Mad Max or... I was mad, John. Oh, yeah. well, that makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> he just wishes that he could just drive cars through deserts, <laughs> yeah. blowing them up, killing crazy people, you know. The usual. The you usual. don't have those dreams? Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I'm I'm right there with Johnny. I think this, I mean, it had limited story, obviously. It had limited plot, limited characterization. But the story is, when you watch it on a good TV with surround sound, <clears throat> Sorry. is an absolute experience. And it's unlike any other movie that came out this year. It's the best movie I saw all of last year. I give this a nine. One thing I do kind of want to point out about the story. If you look at the story in this compared to the story in the last three, I think this one has almost more story. Uh, Other than the first. Yeah, okay. I, I know my rating was a little lower than uh, Aaron and Johnny's, but I will say this. If you haven't seen this movie, you should see this movie. That just even if you do listen to all these spoilers, it's still a movie that I think you should see. Yeah, no matter any spoilers we gave you, it does not do this movie justice. I, I think that we would all agree that this is a movie that you should watch, if only because it's a visual spectacle. Um, but uh, all put together, our score comes out to 7.95, so just under an 8, uh, which is where IMDb has it because of these two guys and their nines. Well, you lowballed it because you watched it on a, a cell phone. Well, and even I, I, I don't think know. I, I really, I seriously, honestly, all kidding aside, I think you did yourself an injustice by watching it because you have to experience I everything tried. about this. I'm so sorry, Matt. Uh, yeah, we we did try to cast it to our TV, but it didn't work. So I will have to try it, give it another go. I will watch it on a TV. We'll see if it if it uh, pans out. But I will say, as far as movies that came out last year. I do think that both Star Wars and Krampus were better films, but this is definitely probably the prettiest one. It's really fun. It is really fun. Yeah. I, I would recommend watching I, I it. I can't say much for Krampus. That is one I really, really do want to see. Well, it's it's on the list. This is better than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, to each their own. Um, so that is our show for the day um again if you guys like what you hear or if you don't like what you hear reach out to us let us know what you think uh tweet us at nothing real hit us up on facebook at nothing but real reviews and more or send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com um the movie next week well thursday all right well 
but no. also next week is Sharknado, unfortunately. Uh, I put all the requests into a randomizer. I didn't control this. Yep, it's, it's fate. It's, but at least we're, we're doing it. We're getting it out of the way. Um, I just want everybody to know that I'm going to be busy next week. <laughs> <laughs> all I, of us are busy. I actually have seen Sharknado, and so have I. If, it's, if you like cheesy-type movies, it's not that bad of a movie if you're into that sort of thing. Well, yeah. okay, but I just want... I'm curious... Whoever requested this, have you not seen Tremors? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna request a silly monster watch movie, Tremors. yeah, yeah. Well, Tremors is significantly better. Well, than yeah. Sharknado. Tremors wasn't a directed sci-fi movie. I say, wasn't wasn't Tremors actually a meant to you know meant to be a good movie? Yeah, Tremors was. Sharknado is a three point three rating. Yes, it's got a three point three on IMDb. Came out in twenty thirteen. It's a sci-fi channel original movie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Um, oh, how fitting that the writer's first name is Thunder. It's <laughs> That's so great. For those who don't know, Sharknado's plot. When a freak hurricane swamps Los Angeles, nature's deadliest killer rules sea, land, and air as thousands of sharks terrorize the waterlogged populace. Uh, thankfully, it's only an hour and 26 minutes. Um, it's... That's an hour and 26 minutes too long. I agree, but it's classified as a horror movie. I think this should be under comedy <laughs> because it's just one of those movies that's so stupid you can't help but laugh at it. But uh, we'll get into that next week. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, tune in oh, on Thursday for, oh yeah. for our review of 21 Jump Street. Or don't. It's fine. No. Or do. <laughs> do. There you go. Steer our listeners away from our show. <laughs> hey, no. guys, guys, she just said doo-doo. <laughs> she did say doo-doo. Uh, so do do that. Brent, you're taking a drink. Hit us with it. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs>